Welcome to the show, everyone. This is episode 74. Going to be doing a bit of a longer version of I Want You Back. Today's episode is taking a look at MTV's special Road to Celebrity. And I can't wait to get started. There's a lot to talk about for Up Against the Wall and talking about the special. So let's get right into it with what the guys were up to, because, you know, I want to talk about this. You know, we don't care at all. That, that we see you up, up against the wall. Starting with Justin, he posted a TikTok listening to and singing along to the ICU remix. And incredible. Yes. The fashion... Mm, let's not go there today. It's not a fashion episode. Justin also posted to Instagram over the death of Daniel Jones. Um, he was one of the members of the Tennessee Kids as Justin's keyboardist. It was very unexpected as Daniel was on tour with Janet last month. So definitely sending thoughts, prayers, totally understanding to his family and friends during this immediate time of loss. Moving to something a little more positive, the Trolls Band Together trailer is in select theaters with the Barbie movie. Some of my friends were like, oh my gosh, I saw the Trolls trailer. And other friends were like, I watched the Barbie movie and it was definitely not on our list of trailers that we saw. So I guess it depends on which theaters you're in, whether it's AMC versus Cinemark, etc. Things like that. I'm not sure. I think someone said it's more AMC. I'm not sure. But if you haven't gone to see the Barbie movie already, which I haven't either, then check it out and see if you're able to see the trailer. There is currently an argument going around. There are people saying that there's a newer version of I Want You Back in the trailer. And it's people are trying to figure out whether it's just taking the old clip and like redoing it a little bit or if the guys actually re-recorded it. I'm, again, I had no access to it right now, so I can't really give my two cents, but it's something that is being discussed for sure. Chris and his family at least were in New York City, staying at the Plaza Hotel at the same time that I'm writing scenes for my JC fanfic, also staying in New York City at the Plaza Hotel. Um, so it's a little bit unreal. <laughs> Um, I'm writing about JC's trip to New York last November when he went and saw Six. So that's kind of where the similarity ends as far as Chris in real life and my writing fanfic, but still fun. Joey was part of a golf tournament hosted by DJ Khaled, posting pictures and commenting on how many of the people that were there were people that he went to high school with. And I know Orlando was kind of this mecca for people as far as like you go there to try and get into the entertainment industry but how many of those kids just grew up there like joey wasn't there for mickey mouse club even though he auditioned a whole bunch but just so many of those kids just already had that kind of desire and just came out of that school even not being part of Mickey Mouse Club or other things on Nickelodeon that put them into celebrity status years later. Um, it's just really crazy that that much talent came out of one school during that period of time. 
Lance posted a TikTok trying to do a dance move from GC's Mysterious Ways video for MMC. And honestly, I think he could have done it if he had a wig. So he would have the proper hair whoosh that JC had. And also if he had not done it in leather pants. Like, rookie mistake. JC is not in leather pants for that video. So why would you be in leather pants trying to do a head whoosh and then a drop to one knee? Like, no. Like, unless you're trying to incorporate that in something for a reunion, in which case still just no, no. And Lance, I really need you to answer that question of having a friend's moment in leather pants because clearly you're still wearing them. So you need to teach us the right way to wear leather pants. So there is no Ross from Friends moment. Let's do this. And last but definitely not least, JC, uh, well, he damn near broke all of us and definitely broke the internet and wins the internet for like ever. We got the, so I just started a new job and the last thing I needed on my second day of work was to wake up and within the first hour of being awake, see that there was a Meow Mix commercial. And then lots more stuff on TikTok and social media, all from JC with JC from Meow Mix. Like, I thought we were just getting a commercial. This is like a whole thing. And I am here for it. It's cheesy as fuck. And that is totally in JC's wheelhouse. Um, a, people, a lot of people are like, really? He did this? Be like, um, he would have done this 20 years ago. Just, and he he said in an interview, like, he does stuff that sounds fun to him. So I agree. I'm still waiting on an official post from Bronson as far as his dad saying that he's a cat person. Be like, excuse me, sir. No, no, you don't dare bring a cat into this house. <laughs> so Bronson, we need an official statement from you on the status of I'm are you even talking to your dad right now? Or are you just hanging around mom? The world needs to know. The world needs to know. So yeah, without doing an entire episode on just the Meowmix media storm, which is now an idea. If you want to join me on that, slide into my DMs. Let me know. We'll try and get something going. Let's go ahead and get into taking a look at MTV's Road to Celebrity with InSync. So we are taking a look at the MTV special Road to Celebrity. This was filmed in San Diego at Qualcomm Stadium, the former Chargers and Padres stadium, on July 16th, 2001, in the afternoon before the concert. The episode aired on Saturday, July 21st, 2001, which happened to be the day that Stephanie, Steffi, and I were at the show. So I'm pretty sure I just recorded this because I was like, I'm going to be going to see them live. So I will watch that later. I do remember watching it, but I don't remember watching it live because I was going to be seeing NSYNC in person. So I was like, eh. I'll, I'll wait. 
So it started off with the guys coming up off off of their tour bus onto the stage and then began with a video about fans and their dedication to the guys talking about videos that they get sent and just how big it has gotten over the years and to some of the extremes that fans have gone to. But in all of that, as far as just how gracious and patient the guys are with the fans, which still holds true today. So there's a lot in this episode that they say that totally tracks with how they are now. And I love that, that this is who these guys are. In a separate segment that will be part of this episode, they do a top 10 in sync moments on MTV. So that will be a separate segment after going over just the special itself. And then I'll go more specifically into the top 10 that they had. So their first performance was gone. And that was for the first time on TV. They'd been doing it on tour, but it hadn't been on TV at all as of yet. And something that I noticed was they showed a group of fans that were wearing white tank tops saying, I love, and then names of the different guys, but there were only four. So I don't know why MTV didn't try and find another person. There there was one person that had an I love in sync that was in a very similar style. I'm like, why didn't MTV get them, get those two groups of people together to at least have five? So that even if you weren't paying attention to the names on the bottom, there would still be five I love and then something down at the bottom. So it felt very much like, okay, is girl number five in the bathroom? Like, I I felt very bad for the person that was left out. So yes, I felt like that was a little bit awkward as far as like, there's only four of the guys represented, not five. It made me a little sad. They had something during, usually during the commercial breaks called Instinct Scruples, which I, yeah, that could have been named better. It was basically just questions for the guys. And Justin was asked what he would do for a birthday gift for Brittany. And he said he would make something himself. One of some of the choices were buying something online, having his assistant get him something, dressing up in disguise and going shopping or making something himself. And he's like, well, it means more if you make it yourself. Be like, when do you have time, sir? Like, are you really going to make something while you're on your tour bus? although her birthday's in December. So maybe he had time then. I don't know. I'm like, I perv me wants to call BS on that. I don't know. They announced a car decorating contest that they would be doing later in the show. They just did a quick pan of the cars in introduction to that. And they do get into that later. The next question that they had was for Lance and saying, asking how he would spend time with friends. And I remember the last option is kind of like ditch your friends to hang out with supermodels in a hotel suite. And Lance is like, well, since all my friends are supermodels, I would like, Let's if on if only you knew where your life was headed. Cause we all know that he had supermodels as his flower girls in his wedding. So like Lance, like, yes, all your friends are supermodels or hot enough to be supermodels if they aren't. So Lance, just yes. <laughs> 
I, I, it, it had me laughing being like, oh, honey, 20 years later, that, that statement is, you said it in fun then, but how true it has become since then. They moved from sitting up on the stage to sitting in cars. They were in two separate cars and they played a snippet of Girlfriend, during which Justin stood up. He was sitting in the back seat and started dancing. And that made me wonder, is that where they got the idea for the Girlfriend video? There are definitely times throughout the special where at least one of the guys will stand up and start dancing, mostly Justin and JC. Um, I really can't wait to get into talking about the part that JC does and that'll be coming up in a little bit so yeah just wondering if that's kind of where they got the idea of the dancing on cars even though it's not they were dancing on more muscle cars not mustangs with the top down yes (laughs) so chris's question was asked what he'd buy if he's feeling blue and he admitted that he had just spent five hundred dollars on new cds then he went to talk about his cd collection and i don't know if the cds he listed were ones that he just bought or not because they were all talking about things like journey and queen and things that were before i was born before most of them were born so i again i don't know if that was just newer ver- newer cds to complete his catalog or what i'm not sure but yeah he spent 500 dollars on new cds i'm like yes that definitely sounds like that tracks for Chris. Then they played in what they called the InSync Hypermix. They had a club DJ take all of their songs that have been on radio and mix them together. And then they also made a music video that went along with it. And it is incredible. I need this to be available on Spotify and that will never happen. And that makes me sad that the only way to listen to it is to record it off of the video, which means the sound quality is going to be crap compared to what it could be. At the end, Lance was like, we've made a lot of videos. Like, just seeing the different clips that were put in from all of their music videos, that it's just like, man, you don't really think about it until you see it in front of you. That, yeah, they had a lot of music videos at that point, and they weren't even done yet. Then Joey was asked what he'd do at his high school reunion, whether he would attend, whether he would show up for a little bit, whether he would just skip it entirely, or if he would go so far as to host it at his mansion. And he's like, well, I don't have a mansion, but if I did, I totally would host it. But otherwise, A, I will be there the entire time. So I'm hoping that he's had a chance to go to high school reunions so far if not i know that again like we mentioned in up against the wall he was at a golf tournament and there were a lot of people from his high school that while he was there so i feel like there's sometimes where he kind of gets to do that even though it's not an official capacity from the high school as far as everything being set up but he does a pretty good job of keeping in touch with the people that he was close to in high school and doing stuff with them so I thought that was fun. Then they go into a little short segment of hanging out with Meredith and Winter. We know them better as the Winnebago girls and telling about how they won the Winnebago on The Price is Right and 
that they had been following the guys around and the guys were giving them free tickets. And then Lance said something about them losing one of their sponsors. So they said, we'll sponsor you. And if I was those girls, I would have died being like, they've been in our transport. Like we're living in this thing as we travel around the United States. And they've been inside with a TV, like they made it onto MTV as well with all this. Like I I would have felt like that was where I peaked. (laughs) And we know that there's still more. Lance has said that they're still working on making that into a movie. So, I mean, that story lives on. And when, when that movie gets made, I will have another proof of just how far people can take our fandom for when my daughter is older. Be like, mom, you don't understand. Be like, um, no. If you're not going to listen to my stories of how far I've taken things, here, let's watch this. So I'm, yes. (laughs) 20 years later, we're still talking about the Winnebago girls. So Meredith and Winter, if you're listening, hello. And I hope we get a retelling of your story. And that was amazing that you were able to have that experience. JC was asked what he'd do if fans mobbed him and begged him for his autograph while he was in a hurry from one thing to the next. And he said he'd try to do as much as he can. It just depended on what the event was. He didn't say if it was more like just walking down the street. It was more of like if we're at an event, like a taping for something or something other than, hey, I'm just walking down the street and just random people followed me, which was a common occurrence, I'm sure, back then. But he did say he tried to do as much as he could. And we know that that tracks still people taking pictures when he was in New York or when he was at Celebrity Big Brother to support Chris. Like, yes, he we don't deserve JC. <laughs> and the list just goes on and on as far as reasons for that. So, yes, <laughs> I definitely feel like that tracked. And then they ended with a performance of Pop. Again, this feels like it was very quick, um, but mind you that the second portion of this episode is going into the top 10 moments on MTV. So there was definitely a lot more to this episode. I just wanted to make sure that I cover it in order and didn't get anything lost. So we will go ahead and get into that part next. InSync's top 10 moments on MTV. Stay tuned. All right, so again, this is the top 10 moments on MTV. I'm not sure if this was, if they just gave 10 moments and the fans voted on those, or if there were more that were not on this list. So I feel like there probably were. So these were just the top 10 that were voted on by fans. So at number 10 was their debut performance of I Want You Back. This was on MTV Live before TRL. They said that it was an episode with a contest for being an MTV VJ because there was Dave Holmes before he was officially part of MTV. And there were other VJ wannabes in the crowd. There were only, they were saying there were only about 10 people in the crowd. And what I love about this is that 
they gave their all, even with there being zero fans in front of them. And that's just that's just who they were. That's who they've always been. Whether there's one fan or 20,000, they will give their all because, I mean, they love it. They love the performing. And that's just something that's been really important to them. They started off by just ragging on each other. They made fun of Justin's little in-sync bling. And they're like, look at the bling. I'm like, um, that's nothing compared to what Justin will be rocking by the end of all of this. And they were mainly laughing at the pants, <laughs> the super wide pants. They didn't say anything about the shirts because those were the color-coordinated striped shirts. But <laughs> Justin said, Lance was Eminem before Eminem was Eminem, with the bleached hair. And then JC called Chris a pineapple head. Yeah, all good stuff. All good stuff. And when they got to the part with the flips. So this was in 2001. The episode that they were watching was April 15th, 1998. And so just three years have gone by and they're like, yeah, we're too old to do the flips anymore. And I'm like, oh, honeys, <laughs> it's only been three years. Add an extra 20 onto that. And then you can say that, which JC has in his interview with Lance for the 20th anniversary. <laughs> so when we get a reunion, I'm putting it out there. When we get a reunion. We should not expect flips. Yes, it's a bit of a shame, but at the same time, I, I totally get it. So that was number 10. Number nine was from January 1999, NSYNC's favorite videos. So MTV followed them around for a day, and they talked about their 40 most favorite music videos. And let me tell you, most of those songs were either ones that I already listened to or were added into my, I guess, like playlist, you would say, once I was able to, once music was available to download a couple of years later, I remember rewatching that and downloading those songs so that I could listen to them when I wanted. And... So now every time that I listen to those, a lot of those are on a 90s mix that I have that and I think of that of that special and especially some of them that I'm like, I wonder if Justin still likes this song. I wonder if Chris still likes this song as far as just it would be fun if I were to just run into them like blasting this song and they would look at me like, yeah, that's a bop that still hits. So that was that was fun as far as getting to know music that they liked themselves and i'm sure a lot of fans at that time if there was something they hadn't heard before kind of glommed onto it because the guys liked it as well coming in at number eight was the 1999 vmas and this was incredible as they're as they're showing the beginning, JC stands up and is watching the screen and doing the choreography, like trying to match the choreography. And like you can just see the focus in his eyes on his face. And I'm just like, oh my God, I need this now. Like I need them to just do a TV special, look at all their stuff, and for JC to stand up and start dancing. I, that that would break the internet. That would break all of us <laughs> to see it and just have it just be a retrospective, like not expecting them to perform. And all of a sudden just JC at 46, almost 47, well, 
47 by the time this would air, at least, going into choreography. Like, oh my gosh, that would, I I would die. <laughs> I'm pretty sure a lot of us would. So yes, that was the highlight of that little clip was seeing JC stand up and do the choreography like he's one of us. <laughs> Number seven was from January 2000, the celebrity dream date. And JC admitted that he'd never snowboarded before that weekend. So that was a little tidbit for you. If you didn't know that, now you know. And the video also included part of them where they were singing more than a feeling to Danya, their date. And at the end, Carson's like, sing it. And they're like, oh, like they all look at each other. They're like, no, we... That's old stuff. We're here to do new stuff. And I'm just like, you guys totally could do it. You co- totally could. Like, you would, that would have been amazing, I'm sure. But yeah, they, they were like, no, we're, no. At number six was Armageddon Sync for the 1999 MTV Movie Awards. I didn't really watch Armageddon when it came out. I think I've seen it maybe twice all the way through since it, came out but i've watched armageddon sync more times than i can count especially back then watching it now after many years of not watching it there were points where i'm like okay this is just cringe like lisa kudrow with her shirt open with like i know it was copying what was in the movie but at the same time i'm like it's really weird to have justin and the guys like playing playing with animal crackers on top of a woman with like it was just weird i i agree with lisa kudrow be like it's not sexy i would not like that even if my husband (laughs) tried to do it so like just no just no number five was the 2000 mtv movie awards with their performance of it's gonna be me they said it was their first live performance i'm like you guys were on tour so no no, you'd already been performing it live for people, but maybe it was for the first time since it was released as a single. So that's what made it special. But at the same time, I'm like, if it's so special, why did you wear those awful outfits? Uh, I know we've talked about this, so I'm not going to go too much into it. But oh my, I'm like, why? Why? Just Why? <laughs> Number four was their video for Janet Jackson's MTV icon doing That's the Way Love Goes. And Carson was telling them, like, yeah, you guys did this for that one special. And we played it on TRL one time, one time just to show just to show fans. And they started calling in and requesting it. Like it wasn't even on their thing to request and fans were requesting it anyway and justin was saying that there was one time where he was going through tv tv channels and mtv popped up and he's like wait why is our video on t why is that video on trl like that's not an official music video but it was there anyway and joey said that it had even made it onto the jumbotron in times square so he was like They were all very confused as far as how it got that big. But, I mean, it's NSYNC, so of course it was going to be huge. Number three was NSYNC Live. So that was filmed the weekend before No Strings Attached came out. Most memorably, 
from where they had the quiz game with the puppets. And when Joey's person cut that final string, they all ran over, even Joey, to just beat the crap out of Joey's puppet. And I'm like, oh, yeah, why? Why does that track? Why does that track? (laughs) Number two was their Super Bowl performance and all of the things that they did for MTV before that, the like skills challenge that they did. So that whole weekend topped off with the Super Bowl performance itself. I normally don't watch every Super Bowl, especially if I don't know or like the halftime entertainment. The ones that I've seen have never done anything like what they did as far as the video beforehand that led into everything. And I feel like maybe this was the beginning of doing the different collaborations that we've seen over the years with the Super Bowl halftime shows. And it was really kind of the beginning of having these big name people. Because I remember hearing, I mean, New Kids on the Block did one back during their time. But otherwise, it had been just like local bands or like high school bands March, high school marching bands doing the halftime shows. So somewhere around the 90s to the early 2000s is when we started getting big names as far as like, okay, who's going to do the Super Bowl this year? Especially because it's unpaid. They they had to pay to do all of the stuff that was there. Or that's why they had the sponsorships like MTV and Pepsi and things like that. So the fact that they were able to do it and get all those people together like that was incredible and i absolutely agree that that would be number two as far as mtv moments honestly i would say number one overall as far as just in general for them because i mean where do you go besides doing the super bowl like that's kind of like the peak but for mtv there's definitely one that i i agree with their number one ranking was the 2000 VMAs. So that was where they started with This I Promise You and then went into Bye 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 with the screens and bringing out all the dancers for It's Gonna Be Me. Like, it's that performance still lives in my head. Um, And mind you, this was before the 2001 VMAs. So that those rankings could totally have changed once that performance came out um even maybe putting road to celebrity in there as far as top 10 so i'm very curious as to where fans would rank things now as far as based on what we have just with mtv since then but so that's why the 2001 vmas weren't there because they hadn't happened yet so 2000 vmas so the screens are still epic as far as just how like how much time that took to make sure that everything was in sync like they had to make sure that this what you saw on the screen timed absolutely perfectly no room for error with what the guys were doing and that's just you don't see people doing that even now so it's iconic as them and just how much they push that envelope. I also, when I think of that performance, think about the middle of It's Gonna Be Me, where Joe was like, hold up, like out of breath, like catching his breath, trying to show, because back in for the 1999 one, 
there was a lot of saying, oh, they all lip sync, like not just them, but like all the different performers, like the the boy bands and girl groups just lip sync. And like they purposely put that in to try and be like, no, we're we're dancing our asses off and we're singing this live. Like there's nothing fake about what we what we do in the show that we put on. And I feel like that has tracked through their careers, both then and now. And when, again, when we get a reunion, it's still going to be that way. Even if the dance moves are changed because they're older, they're still going to give everything that they can, and they're still going to sing live. So none of that is going to change. And I can't wait to see what is going to happen when we finally get that. We st- we don't know when, we don't know how, but all of these things from all of these different moments in MTV shaped our teenage years and shaped young adulthood. It's something that we still watch. And I feel like when we finally get that final piece, whether it's a tour, special, whatever, that it'll be like no time has passed. Because anytime we do get something, that's exactly what it is is that it's like no time has passed. So I thought this was fun just going over the moments for MTV. Maybe we'll do a episode ourselves of just favorite moments in general, because there's a lot that isn't on here because number one, it hadn't happened yet. And number two, it wasn't on MTV, like the Atlantis concert that was on MTV, but I know that that would make a top 10. So Maybe we'll do one. I'll try and put some things together and we'll make our own little top 10. Sounds like fun. Keep an eye out for that at some point. So, yeah, that's all we have for today's episode. Tomorrow is the official 22nd anniversary of the album. So, happy early anniversary to celebrity. And until next time, friends. Bye, bye, bye.